In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. I am fed up and I am not ready to put up with it anymore. When was the last time you thought in those terms? A few minutes ago? Aren't you fed up about many things? Don't you feel the desire to open the window of your home and to shout it to everyone? Good, because God is happy with it. He needs rebels, people who fight and promote justice and freedom, people of goodwill, people who look for the truth always. But what is it to be a rebel? It is very common to see a young teenager who wants to be a rebel but doesn't know what it is really, who wants to be a rebel but from the bottom of his or her soft bed. That thinks he, she is a rebel because he's saying no to everything proposed by their parents. These all hacks that in his or her mind dreams that soon the newspapers will talk about him or her big time, but that the greatest rebellious action that has performed has been to dye his or her hair orange and to smoke something weird. No, this is not to be a rebel. It is simple not to know what one wants to be in life. It is a stage through which every person has gone and will go. Perhaps we are smiling, remembering those moments of our own life. Or, if you are a teenager, you smile because you are convinced that you are not going to be like that. Perhaps we are thinking that to be a rebel is much more. It is to plot real changes in government and society through licit means or not so licit, like bombs. That to be a rebel is to not following the status quo, which is an old thing coming from the past, and rejecting it because it is old and not because it is wrong on its adaptation. Let's keep one thing in mind. To change anything one needs to love it, to deeply love it. Then is when we may change it for something better. Otherwise, we may change it for something different, but not better. Anyhow, what never occurs to us is that any revolution needs to start in oneself. We are very good at seeing the defects of the others, the wrongs of society, 
the useless traditions from the past, but not our defects. Mistakes or bad tendencies, habits we have. That's funny tendency we have, to see that everything or everyone is wrong, but never think that perhaps we are the ones who need to change. Years ago, I had a situation with a 16-year-old boy who was participating in an international football tournament in Rome. He had not passed any of the exams of the subjects that he was studying, and I was trying to encourage him to study a little bit, kind of, kind of paying to his parents all the effort that they were doing to bring him to Rome and to play that tournament that he was enjoying so much. But he knew exactly where I was coming from or what I wanted to ask from him. And he stopped me and he said, look, I deserve everything. I didn't know what to say to him, because if you don't want to be helped, there is nothing anyone from outside can do. We are doing a meditation and we are talking to God. So... Please ask, ask our Lord with humility. What do you want me to change in my life? What kind of things I need to improve? I am fed up with my lack of struggle, with me doing nothing. And I'm not ready to put up with it anymore.
Our Lord summarizes what we have been meditating with the following sentence. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and men of violence take it by force. We need to understand what our Lord means by saying this. To understand what our Lord means by saying this. He doesn't want us to take a gun and start shooting or forcing anyone to follow ideas that obviously we think are the only correct ones. Let us start by understanding what he means with the expression, the kingdom of heaven. It is clearly neither a place on earth nor a human paradise. It is the presence of the Trinity in our hearts that is suffering the violence from the old person we have inside. Those bad tendencies from the original sin that are pulling us towards an earthly life animal life, or sometimes even worse than an animal. When we don't put a resistance against that old person, we go down the hill of laziness, selfishness, and pride that are the wounds of the original sin. To be lazy, we don't need to make any effort and the same regarding selfishness or pride. This is a natural leaning. It comes to my mind a kind of joke of a chap who wanted his friends to put in his tomb the following. Here rests so-and-so, who did good and evil. His friends fulfilled what he wanted, and, but they changed it a little bit. And they put on the tomb, he arrest so-and-so who did good and evil. The good, he did it badly. The, the wrong, he did it really well. Well, that is our tendency. is the way in which we are. Gandhi said, People who are not ready to little changes in their lives will not be present in the lines of the men who bet for transcendental changes. So, let's be convinced that any change has to start in oneself. And this applies in the natural and supernatural order as well. In Faro, San Jose Maria says, If you respond to the call the Lord has made to you, your life, your poor life, will leave a deep and wide furrow in the history of the human race, a clear and fertile furrow, eternal and godly. We can call it the rebellion of the children of God. Those who know that to change society, we need to change ourselves. That the government 
and the laws we have, uh, the result, we can say the reflection, what individuals have become. That unless we make the effort to change ourselves, changing the leader will not make any difference. Because after a bad leader, we'll have another bad leader. And that to encourage people to change, someone will need to show the way. Because in order to lead, there is nothing better than to go in front. Jesus wants from us to mark the way for the others with our example. Are we ready? Are we ready to sacrifice ourselves for the sake of the others, for the people living around us, our relatives and friends? Are we ready to fight against our bad habits, to look for change in our lives? Are we ready to do all these things without expecting anything in exchange? but just marking the path to holiness and towards God. St. Paul says to us, I can assure you, my brothers, I am far from thinking that I have already won. All I can say is that I forget the past and strain ahead for what is still to come. This is the example of St. Paul, a rebel, 
a person who never gave up in his struggle to be close to God and his struggle against temptation, who never gave up in his announcement of the gospel, the only thing able to free us from the slavery of sin, death and the devil. He, as we know, he was stoned to the point people thought he was dead and scourged so many times that had his back full of the tattoos the wounds have left, who didn't need to proclaim that he was a rebel because his deeds were before him proclaiming it and that is encouraging us not to give up, not to think we have done enough. You see, St. Paul was a rebel, someone who struggled all his whole life to bring the, new, the good news of God to every heart who were ready to listen to him. And he did it with deeds, not only with, with words, but also with deeds, giving himself completely to God and to the others. He is the one marking the, the path that we need to follow. In the Catechism of the Catholic Church, it says, The way of perfection passes by way of the cross. There is no holiness without renunciation and a spiritual battle. Spiritual progress entails the accesses and mortification that gradually lead to living in the peace of jo and joy of the Beatitudes. He who climbs never stops going from beginning to beginning, through beginnings that have no end. He never stops desiring what he already knows. It's like telling us, for a rebel, for someone who wants to change society, and start by trying to change oneself, there is no moment to rest. It is from one beginning to another beginning, because the person will fail, but the person gets up again and carries on fighting, struggling to do things better. So the, these beautiful words that we have read in the Catechism of the Catholic Church encourages us to take the reins of our spiritual life to a different level, the level of God's logic in which humility and obedience are the key points marking the direction of our actions. The original sin was a sin of pride and disobedience. It has rooted in our self, I mean, in our human nature, these two things very deeply. Our tendency is to do the wrong thing, to desire to be the best, or not just the best, the most important one, even if we are not the best, to desire to have everything for ourselves. And God is bringing the opposite logic humility and obedience. That's the way of leading the world. 
in Faro, San Jose Maria also says, Heroism, sanctity, daring, require a constant spiritual preparation. You can only ever give to others what you already have. If you have become a leader, if you have become a rebel against yourself, that is what you can give to the others. Otherwise, good words don't go very far. Then he carries on by saying, And in order to give God to them, you yourself need to get to know him, to live his life, to serve him, to become one with him. Is that the desire that you have in your own heart? I leave you with him, tell him. It is not going to be easy for those who want to follow this new logic that Jesus has brought on earth. Our Lord warns us. Be prepared for people to hand you over to Sanhedrin's and scourge you in the synagogues, who will be brought before governors and kings for my sake, as evidence to them and to the Gentiles. And then a little bit later, he says, Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child. Children will come forward against their parents and have them put to death. You will be universally hated on account of my name, but anyone who stands firm to the end will be safe. 
To be a Christian, one has to be ready to be faithful to the point of becoming a martyr. Because even when one tries to fight against oneself to acquire virtues, those who don't struggle will become envious and will try to defame him or her. I don't know if you have heard this. Sin is very apostolic. And it is true. Those who sin would like to feel better by making you to commit sin or at least to stop struggling to be like Christ. I was told of the story of a divorcee, a man who was a kind of playboy who got always drunk on the weekends and that had not counted the women he had been with, that was always very sad. And one of the aspects of his sadness he was explaining, it was that his son, an 18-year-old boy, he had never got drunk or slept with a woman. One day, this man came to the office very happy. And when people asked him, why are you so happy today? He explained, because after many talks to my son, Last weekend, he came drunk. He came home drunk. Yeah, sin is very apostolic. Let's not give up in the struggle because, in the way it says, many great things depend, don't forget it, on whether you and I live our lives as God wants. Is these small changes in our life what will make a different society around us? And in Faro, San Jose Maria also says, You must instill in all souls the heroism of doing the little things of each day perfectly, as if the salvation of the world depended on each one of those actions because it really depends on it. It is not because we have the power of doing so. It is well beyond our capacity. But because God can do this and wills to do it. But we can collaborate with him. We can change our behavior. And in doing so, there is one less naughty person in the world. And also, we give to Jesus the ammunition to perform miracles. It is like it was in the multiplication of the loaves and fish. Few loaves of bread and few fish gave Jesus the opportunity of performing a big miracle. And that's why San Jose Maria also insists in Pharaoh. Each day be conscious of your duty to be a saint. A saint, and that doesn't mean doing strange things. It means a daily struggle in the interior life and, the hero and in heroically fulfilling your duty right through to the end. It is possible to be a saint. What is not possible is to be a rebel, a hero, or a saint without a struggle. Some people may say, I'm dying of fighting, 
I don't get any good results. Let's face it, they should say, I'm tired of not fighting properly. Say to him, say to yourself, now I begin. Our Lord will be very happy to hear this. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. <laughs> 